The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, hello and welcome to an all new Rated R Safety Show. Today is Wednesday, February the 19th, day 50th of the year and only 316 days remaining before we see the 2021. I don't know how excited you can be about that, but still, it's some exciting times. Anyways, we are streaming to you live on safetyfm.com and on safetyfm.live. You can also see us on these different mixing platforms of video content, that be it Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, and of course, Twitch. I think the one that really got us all started throughout the whole thing. But anyways... How are you doing today, especially it being hump day? Oh, yes, hump, 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 hump day. And you know how that is, middle of the week, trying to get everything done and over with, so we start moving forward to the weekend. Now, I'm going to tell you, we have these conversations from time to time about how important the weekend is for some people, and I look at it and I go, I feel like I work all the time, and I'm sure you feel that way too. So the weekend or day of the week really doesn't matter to me as much as, you know, whatever I have going on. And as I have told you, coming forward next week, we will be doing some of the shows with the Safety FM Roadshow in North Dakota. Oh, yes, you did hear me from North Dakota. That is correct. That is where we'll be next week. Duh. Doing some live shows from the convention floor. Like I have told you previously, though, I doubt seriously that we'll probably be doing the Rated R Safety Show from there. People get a little bit hesitant about some of the stuff that I talk about on this particular show. I never understand why that is. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. So anyways, how are you doing today? Have you been busy? Have everything been going so fantastic for you this week? I, on the other hand, continue to look at the different things that are going on inside of this little world of ours, and I find it interesting, and I try to bring you all of the information that you want to hear directly to you right here on the Rated R Safety Show. So, I'm not going to waste a lot of time, and I think that we should do a couple things, maybe with one of them starting off with the news. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. Here is the news on the Rated R Safety Show. So, 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 taking it from the top, ladies and gentlemen, let's have the conversation. The stock values of suppliers of processing chips are taking a hit as Apple stock stumbles amid the coronavirus outbreak. Intel, Micron, and Broadcom all which get huge chunk of revenue from supplying Apple, report minor stock slips on Tuesday. Apple also finished Tuesday down 1.83%. Now, as you are aware, we've been talking about this coronavirus for some time now, and we were aware that some things were going to start taking effect inside of the global economy 
because this is having an effect across the world. And there is some scare tactics that are taking place, of course, with all of this information that's going on out there. And I know that we talk from time to time that you have stocks. We have stocks. We all are doing the stock gimmick. So we want to make sure that as you're doing that, you are protecting what you're investing in. So take a look at some of the stocks that you might have. Now, I am not sure if you are an investor when it comes to Apple. I'm not sure if your mutual funds are actually covering inside of that department. So let's just make sure that if they are, you are taking a look. Now, don't get all afraid and go run off and do it. Now, keep in mind that I cannot give you really good stock tips. I'm just saying take a look. I normally do anything that's based off of a 70-year track record. Duh. Anyway, let's continue. Are the end of times upon us? We had a kind of a brief conversation about that yesterday. So let's continue on what this particular news story says. One blogger says that 10 plagues are in full force across the globe. Locusts are plaguing Africa, spreading into Asia. Sydney, Australia is experiencing torrential rainfall. Mississippi is flooding. Strange earthquakes have been recorded in the Caribbean. A volcano in Indonesia has its most powerful eruption since 1930. Obviously, the coronavirus is turning into a global problem. African swine fever is hitting animals in China. Swine flu is breaking through Taiwan, bird flu is breaking out in China, and new strain of bird flu is popping up in Germany. So what do you think? Now, I don't know. Are you looking into these potential plagues that are hitting across the place? And do you read the book that talks about these plagues that are actually potentially going to occur during the end times? Because if that's the case and you are reading them, I am for sure a firm believer that you're going to think that that's exactly what's going on right now. Duh. So that's the way that you're going to probably have to take a look and go, okay, this makes sense under X. So what are you thinking? Does it make sense? Are you under the impression that the plagues are hitting us? We are in the end times? Is the book of Revelations revealing itself at this particular moment? I don't know. I'm just asking the question, and I know that we talk about some things here, and we talk about some different things, but we mostly talk about things that are going on inside of the safety world. Now, depending on where you're located as you're listening to the show, this could have an impact on your day in and day out life. You could be doing some things that actually are affecting everything that's going on. You could be doing some things where it doesn't affect what you have going on. So I don't know. I look at it and I go... Hazard matrix we talk about all the time, but we also talk about the different things and look at it and go, hmm, how does this affect? Now, I will tell you, the more I look into some of these things, it is kind of interesting on how they do tie into the book of Revelations. But I'm just saying based on information that I'm able to find, it's kind of odd, kind of curious, kind of strange, but just the way that it is. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Hey, it is what it is. Let's continue. Employees at crowdfunding platform Kickstarter have voted to unionize. The group of 85 decided to align with New York's Office and Professional Employees International Union. They're going to fight for equal pay and more inclusive hiring. What do you think? Do you think that a union brings a value to the things that you want to do? Some people love unions. Some people hate them. 
I I think that there's kind of a good mix depending on what you decide to do with the union. I'm not going to say that I'm pro or against. I think it really varies from scenario to scenario and what you have going on. What do you think about unions? Do you like them? As a safety professional, how do you look at unions? Are they things that are important to you? Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, according to information that I can find, adults older than 55 are happier than millennials' counterparts. A survey of 2,000 such Brits showed that 69% of finally have time to pursue activities they didn't have time or couldn't afford to do earlier in their life. Another 74% say that exercise at least once a week. Another 31% get to music festivals once a year. And 17% get to a concert once a month. Now, I think that that's interesting if you're able to pull those things off, because that's kind of always fun if you're able to go to a concert here or there. But also at the same time, too, as you get older and if you did budget and plan properly, you are probably able to retire and you are able to have money to do things that some people that might be in the younger demo cannot afford currently. And that's kind of the way that that goes on that particular aspect. So. This might be some skewed numbers, depending on how you look at it. Of course, I'm going to be happier if I'm able to do a lot more things with my time, opposed to being stuck at work all the time. But it also depends what you do for work. Because if you don't like what you're doing for work, yeah, it sucks. And then you don't want to do anything when it comes to that. But if you're like some of us that are blessed enough that love, and I say love, 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 love what you do, you'll never work a day of your life. That's just kind of the way that it goes. Duh. Anyways, let's continue down the path. Here we go. Elon Musk isn't impressed with fellow billionaire Bill Gates, who purchased an electric Porsche. After Gates announced the buy, Musk tweeted, My conversations with Gates must have been underwhelming. TBH. Obviously, the salty over Gates not buying a Tesla. What do you think? Do you think that it matters what kind of a vehicle you actually get? Does it play a factor to what the things that are going on? I don't know. I look at it and say, hey, everybody's different. Everybody wants to come to the show. Teslas seem to be really good vehicles. And I'm not saying that they're not cost effective. I'm just saying that there's one of those things that I'm pretty sure that if Bill Gates wanted a Tesla, he could afford one. But I'm wondering if he was waiting for the Cybertruck. What do you think? I don't know. By the way, I do see the people commenting in the chat. I'm not ignoring you, just trying to get through some of the stuff here. So don't worry. I see you there. If you have any questions, just go ahead and shoot them across. We'll ask, be able to answer them to the best of our ability as we move forward, of course. Duh. Okay, let's continue. A basic statistical analysis shows that the coronavirus is 20% or excuse me, 20 times more deadly than the common flu. I think we kind of already knew this. Seasonal flu fatalities show that they're about... 0.1%. But one analysis does simplify the match. And here we go. There have been 44,672 recorded cases in China of the coronavirus and 1,023 reported deaths. That's over 2% fatality. So if you look at it, as we have been discussing already with the different things that we keep on hearing about the coronavirus, where are the numbers coming from? 
Because as I look at this, there's something wrong. And there's been a combination of what it sounds like scarcity and actually reality between the two different things. I don't know. I keep on looking at it and I go, when are we going to get real numbers and why are we so hesitant about actually giving those real numbers to our world? This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So here's a question for you real quick. Can snake venom cure cancer? Oh yeah, you heard me correctly. Can snake venom cure cancer? A team of the University of Northern Colorado thinks so. They have effectively been able to identify different snake venoms that kill various cancer cells, particularly breast cancer and colon cancer. Other varieties destroy melanoma. So think about that for, for an interesting moment. That could become very strange and very interesting as we move forward. But the problem is killing cancer cells and not the human cells at the same time. Of course, there's always a twist to everything, it always seems like. The team researching the topic says that they're hoping to refine the research and eventually get to clinical trials. So how in the hell do you kill cancer virus or the cells without killing the human cells portion? I keep on looking at it and I go, there has to be a happy medium because, of course... We talk about these different things and we talk about this different aspects on what you can do in regards of chemo, which is pretty much killing the cancer, but trying not to kill the host. But those are the things that go on there. But man, how realistic is it going to be using snake venom? I don't know. I'm asking you, can you answer the question? Because I don't know. That's why I sit here and talk about the things that I talk about on a daily basis, because that's just the way that it works. Duh. Okay, let's continue. Two counties in Oregon have gathered signatures to put secession referendum on the November ballot. That would empower counties that border Idaho to become part of the state. Oh, yeah, you heard me correctly there. Duh. The greater Idaho movement was born from frustration with many state policies governing Oregon. We tried voting those legislators out, but rural Oregon outnumbered and our voices are are now ignored. This is our last resort, one organizer told the USA Today. <sighs> so I'm pissed off about the state that I actually live at. So instead of me moving states, I'm going to ask for power to the county that I live in to be part of another county, another state. I'm not going to get my ass up and move from Oregon. I'm just going to ask you to blend Idaho as part of where I'm at in Oregon. Duh. I don't know. I keep on looking at some of these things and I question some of the stuff that happens out there from time to time. And I know that we live in a society that give it to me now scenario I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. And I'm not saying that I don't run into that problem. Because I'm sure that I do. But man, if you don't like it, leave it. If you don't want to be there, go. Say goodbye. Say hasta la vista, baby. And move forward. But now you're going to try to get the county lines to be almost changed over to state lines? You're going to say, hey... Because I don't like something, you need to change it all the way across the board. I mean, is that a realistic approach? Is that something that you think that should change? So let's use, for example, 
that I live in this area of Oregon that's trying to change these county lines to change it into a different state. And I like it there. And there's not that many of us that want to go into Idaho as part of the state. But by some miraculous thing, we end up moving to Idaho. How does that work? And what are the state laws in Idaho? How different are they than the ones that are available in Oregon? Doesn't Oregon have legal marijuana? Don't they not have, or I believe they're one of the states that do not have sales tax. What about Idaho? I mean, these are things that you're going to have to consider and think about. And then if you go to Idaho and you don't have sales tax in Oregon, and you go to Idaho, are you going to ask for a special exception because you are now part of Idaho? And when you were in the state of Oregon, you had special privileges that you no longer have? Don't you think that's a little bit asinine? Duh. I don't know. I'm just saying out loud. Just think about it for a moment. Anyways, let's continue down the path. Walmart isn't ready to adjust down their sales forecast amid the coronavirus outbreak. CEO Doug McMillan says that it's too early to see how bad things will get. Walmart currently operates in over 400 stores in China, and they have reduced hours, and they're re- they have reopened as fewer staff members have become available. So I don't know. I know that... A lot of the stuff that's going on in China, if you take a look at the news stories, and I can only go based on what we can find because I'm not in China, so I think you know that. But you have to look at it and go, hey, there's very big limitation to the amount of things that you can do there. And if you watch some of the different news networks, they talk about that some of the people that are even not from China have been quarantined to hotel rooms, which I'm sure that has to make it pretty interesting at the same time, too. But I would imagine that as you look at this, some of this stuff has to be so out there in regards of not being able to work. What are you doing for finances? How are things going? You know, there are some health issues that are related there. And I'm not talking about scarcity. I'm talking about the things that are being reported. And then the more and more we look at this, the more and more we find out that the numbers vary based on what you're hearing about the amount of people that have been infected. So how does that actually work? Does it work from a legitimate standpoint that we are getting accurate numbers? So where is the inaccuracy? Is it coming from what's being reported of the actual numbers? Or is it is it less or is it more? This is all I want to know. Duh. I mean, I'm just saying because we need to figure these things out opposed to just kind of sitting there and going, hey, I have no clue what's going on. Because I don't think that it's fine that we're not finding out exactly what's happening. And I mean, there's some interesting things on social media that you can find, but I always tell people you can't believe everything that's on social media. If you don't believe me, look up a, an old company called Cambridge Analytics. I'm just saying. There's enough information out there now about it, I would imagine. Duh. Anyways, let's continue. The jury is deliberating in the Harvey Weinstein rape and sexual assault trial. On Tuesday, they asked the court to further review the evidence, including emails sent by Weinstein, in which he asked his personal investigators to red flag certain women to keep an eye on. Many of these women were those he feared were cooperating with journalist Ronan Farrow, investigation which ultimately exposed Weinstein. So, 
This has become a very interesting news story, as you have seen more and more things come out of it. And I don't know what they're going to end up doing, and I'm not saying one way or the other is correct, incorrect, or so on, but boy, has that become something that has become extremely interesting, the outcomes that we have seen occur since that news story broke. You, I mean, you heard that one, you heard the Bill Cosby thing, the Me Too movement came out of it. But it makes me wonder how many people had to suffer before anybody decided to move forward and do anything with the people that have been proven guilty so far. Because I'm not right now. It's a matter of public opinion on if Weinstein is guilty or not. The courts have not determined that yet. So that determination will come apparently soon based after this deliberation. I just bring it up because it's there. Need to talk about it from time to time. Anyways, let's go into some sad news here. Esther, or Ether, Esther, excuse me, getting me to talk. Esther Scott has died. The actress who starred in Boys, Boys in the Hood, Dream Girls in the Pursuit of Happiness, and Transformers suffered a heart attack last week in her Santa Monica home. She was hospitalized following the episode, which, which where, she was pa- where she passed away, excuse me, on Friday, surrounded by loved ones. So, sad news coming out of there. As always, we do have some news that is coming out of the area of politics, but we don't talk about politics here because I just try to avoid them because sometimes I feel it's just so stupid, some of the information that's being covered. When we get closer to the election season, and I guess when we're actually kind of getting to the final of the Democratic primaries, we can talk about some of that stuff, but then the closer we get to actual the, the actual real election... We'll have the conversation there. Duh. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $50 million jackpot or a $35.4 million cash payout. The options will be up to you depending if you win or not. So good times there. Anyways, if you're listening or if you're trying on watching the major late night talk shows tonight, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, and Seth Meyer are all in reruns. So you can skip those out. James Gordon will have Justin Bieber on tonight. So just in case you're a Bieber fan, you can go out there and take a listen to that if that's something that you're interested in. Hey, I'm not passing judgment. I'm just saying, hey, you can do whatever you want. It's your thing. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year today that you can celebrate. Today is International Tug of War Day. National Chocolate Mint Day. National Lash Day, National Vet Girls Rock Day, and then Prevent Prelegalism Day. All days that you can celebrate here on the 19th of February, which is Wednesday, Hump Day. Anyways, not much more than that actually going on here on the show today. So if you are watching us on the video stream, we will go a little bit longer as we have discussed from time to time. And if you are taking a listen to us on the radio system, we're about to let you go. And if you're on the podcast network, well, we let you go at the same time the radio station people go bye-bye. So thank you for listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I have been your host today. And as I always like to say, you know who I am. I know who you are. Love you, mean it. Bye. Duh. Oh, did did I say that? Or did I forget to say that? Love you, mean it. Bye. Duh. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM.